Hello, my name is Andrea Petu. I'm a professor at Central European University and also the president of the subcommittee of the Hungarian Academy of Sciences on the history of the Second World War from CEU Podcast Studio. And today I have the honor to have in the studio Adrian Cioflanca with the help of the Embassy of uh, Romania. He is a director of the Center of Study of Jewish History in Romania and was a member of the International Commission on the Holocaust in Romania, 2003 and 2004, and an expert in the Presidential Commission for the Analysis of the Communist Dictatorship in Romania, 2006. Since 2005, he is a member of the Romanian delegation to the International Holocaust Remembrance Alliance, and um, he has been published widely on um, issues of uh, Holocaust in Romania, seven volumes, and the last being one on the recent history, otherwise cultural perspectives in 2013. Thank you very much for being here. Thanks for inviting me. So your talk, uh, which will cover 15 years since uh, the publishing of the report of the International Commission on the Holocaust in Romania uh, at CEU, uh, will cover a long period uh, of uh, history of Holocaust in um, Romania. And uh, I was wondering if we are focusing on the uh, recent uh, historiography that what do you consider the most uh, neuralgic, most uh, debated points in this historiography? Well, in the last 10 years, uh, a lot of uh, material um, became available in, um, in archives. We are speaking about millions of pages of uh, documents uh, so what have been written uh, on this issue in the uh, in the 90s was uh, based mostly on documents which were extracted to Israel in the 50s or uh, the 60s or documents which were copied by the Holocaust Memorial Museum in Washington and most of the books about Romania were written outside Romania by by fellows of the uh, Holocaust Memorial Museum or Yad Vashem or other um, institutions. So this is uh, somehow limited to what was available for international scholars at a certain moment. But in the meantime, especially after 2006, when uh, it was a decision of the state to uh, transfer uh, huge amounts of documents uh, to the National Council for the Study, study of the Securitate Archives, and to open other sections of the archives in the national archives, we have a huge material which show details about massacres we didn't know about, uh, which show a lot of um, factual uh, uh, details, sometimes details, sometimes uh, uh, fundamental facts, uh, which were not taken into consideration before. So... At the first level, we have to reconsider a lot of facts. And this is not a good news for um, a serious and uh, mature debate on uh, on this uh, issue, but we have to do this for the beginning to establish facts for many things because... Can you give uh, an example? Yeah, for the most important and the most famous, infamous uh, massacres which happened in Romania, the Yash Pogrom, uh, the Jilava massacre, perpetrated by the Iron Guard, uh, the Odessa massacre. Sometimes we don't know 
some of the basic details, who ordered it, how the words were transmitted, who were the uh, categories of perpetrators, what was the level of the involvement of Ion Antonescu and the central leadership, what was the uh, level of implication of civilians, and so on. And this is it's important because when we talk about massacres, we have to deal with the responsibilities of the state, of the majority of the civilian population. And of course, as we see in all the East European countries, in Poland, in Hungary and other countries, uh, these matters are very sensitive. You have to be precise who did it and how they did it. And um, uh, what seems to be uh, a technical detail for historians sometimes can transform into an issue of um, scandal, public scandal and the national debate. So you have to pay a lot of attention to uh, details. I like your trust in the historical profession. So this is a great news that uh, all this uh, material is available for research. So maybe... It would be interesting for our listeners to hear more about the research infrastructure of the Holocaust in Romania. So what kind of um, uh, MA or PhD programs are available? What kind of research institutions? Because uh, in order to deal with these documents, you need experts. Yeah, after the Wiesel uh, uh, Commission final report, uh, there were some recommendations to create an, a specialized institute to deal with the history of the Holocaust, to open uh, master programs in universities, to open lines for PhD students to study the subject. And uh, all this, most of them, uh, happened in the last 15 years. An institute was created, it's the Ele Wiesel National Institute for the Study of the Holocaust in Romania. We have now a memorial uh, to deal with the memory of the Holocaust. And uh, in each... Where is this memorial? It is in the center of Bucharest, in a pretty visible place. Uh, it could be better uh, administered, uh, in my opinion, but this is uh, another story. And um, in all the major universities, there are centers and uh, master programs dealing with the history of the, uh, of the Jews and history of the Holocaust. So we have a new generations, generation of researchers, of um, experts and professors to deal with the subject and to have different levels of uh, research in the field. Most of the people I know, I work with, were fellows in different parts of uh, Europe, in the States or in, in Israel. So they combine international expertise with the local resources. But still, it's a new field. Only a few people are really specialized. And uh, comparing with the the amount of material and the sensibility of some of the issues related to this subject, uh, I can say that we are still at the beginning. I suppose that our uh, listeners are googling frantically the visa report. So maybe you might want to say some words about why that was important and why was it necessary to have an international committee to be uh, investigating the Holocaust in Romania? Yeah, it's enough to compare what was uh, before 2004 when the final report was published with what happened after the, the report uh, to realize that uh, some major changes uh, happened uh, and that 
this is really an important moment uh, in the recent history of uh, Romania. It came after a uh, declaration of the Romanian president, Ion Iliescu, who uh, gave an interview to Haaretz saying that there is nothing particular about the sufferance of the Jews during the war, that uh, other ethnicities and minorities suffered in the same way, which uh, we right now used to call it a sort of trivialization of the Holocaust. Uh, so he lacked, um, because he was very familiar with the communist narrative on the Holocaust, which um, accused the Jews of separatism whenever they try to focus to point out their uh, particular uh, type of experience uh, and tragedy during the war of uh, separatism, of uh, nationalism, of egoism, and so on. That was the type of language used during Ion Iliescu's times in the 50s and the 60s. And I suppose he was, uh, uh, he depended on the that vision when he spoke freely about this. But of course, uh, this interview triggered an international scandal, harsh reactions from Israel and the United States. And um, after good diplomatic discussions, uh, the Romanian presidency decided to have a team of experts to say uh, in scientific terms what was the truth, what happened, to have a uh, scientific account on this matter and to allow the president to position himself towards this sensible um, issue. So we worked for more than a year in uh, different subgroups. We met three times in Washington, in Jerusalem and in Bucharest. And in the end, we provided this uh, volume final report with more than 300 pages with very good details about what happened during the Holocaust, but also with accounts of uh, anti-Semitism in Romania, starting with the 19th century, with um, the way the local communities, Jewish communities were perceived and lived with the majority in the interwar period with uh, chapters on ideology, on anti-Semitism, on political culture, and also with the uh, long uh, explorations of the historical discourse. That was uh, uh, my mission uh, together with my subgroup in this um, report. So we had a pretty good material in the end with the participation of the most famous experts on the field at that time, Randolph Braham, Radioanid, Jean Anchel, Leon Volovich, uh, and other respected scholars. Some of them originated from Romania, but they were trained uh, and were able to make research outside Romania. And the result was the state of the art uh, at the moment. And this allowed the Romanian president to go publicly and, and say that we have to assume the fact that Romania took part into the Holocaust, that uh, the Romanian government, the Romanian state was responsible for uh, huge atrocities, being responsible for the death for around 300,000 uh, Jews who were killed on the territory of Romania and also on territories administered by Romania after the onset of the Barbarossa operation. 
that was really a major breakthrough. And I was wondering how you put into this process the famous uh, Iron Guard law, which is which fits into this um, process of uh, trying to regulate the Holocaust uh, memory and the different memory laws. So how do you think that law came into existence and what are the impacts of that law? Uh, well, the law was uh, issued before the visa report, two y- years before it. And it was, I was told, uh, the result of some discussions with the European Union. And uh, it was a, a sort of positioning the Romanian government towards the European Union and uh, to give a public signal on this uh, sensible matter. But... Um, the law was enforced very little we had uh, we have statistics uh, of the cases tormented by the police or the prosecutors and uh, in fact we can see that the importance of the law is mostly symbolic it uh, established a sort of public norm which is very important for politicians for um, public intellectuals showing that uh, Beyond this limit, there is something unacceptable. And it operated more like a a moral norm, moral instrument, rather than a legal one. So it was not enforced at all. This is why the new parliament passed a new law on this matter with more details in definitions and so on. But I have the feeling that uh, even this new law will have the same fate. Uh, because we had the case of desecration of uh, of the uh, house of Eli Wiesel in Siget, and the result uh, was they found some guy who said he was drunk at that moment, and uh, there is nothing uh, special about uh, what he did. But in fact, we can see that he wrote very anti-Semitic messages on the house of uh, uh, of the childhood of Eli Wiesel, but. In the end, nothing happened. There is a tendency of the authorities to minimize cases when cemeteries are destroyed, where symbols of the Jewish communities are destroyed, saying that children were involved, were some marginals, that there is nothing serious, profound, extreme about it. So how do you explain that? Because uh, you mentioned two important interventions into the memory politics of the Holocaust in Romania. One was related to the European Union accession and the NATO accession, and the other one more globally to the statement made by the president of Romania. So how do you explain that these two major interventions are still not really having an impact? Just take into consideration the uh, recent debate about erecting the Antonescu statue. And this kind of discussion might sound very familiar to the Hungarian uh, listeners and also the uh, those who are following this development closely from other countries, uh, namely that there is this um, attempt of rehabilitation of the different war criminals also in Ukraine and also in other countries. So how do you see the uh, this contradiction? So this kind of mnemotic discussion which is happening? Well, I suppose the problem is uh, the fact that um, this act of assuming responsibility was somehow abstract, made in the name of the state, but that was not transformed in politics of memory for uh, 
institutions who took part in the Holocaust. So we have a discourse on what the state assumes responsibility for, but on the other hand, we see institutions who were involved in the Holocaust, the Romanian army, the gendarmerie, the National Bank, and so on. And when you go to see the short history of their institution, which they put on their website, when you go to see public events they organize and which are somehow related to the past, they don't mention any participation in the Holocaust. And uh, this is a fracture of uh, attitudes. So this is one of the problems. The assuming the commemoration is too abstract, too routinized, too formal, and it has no effects on uh, institutions and it has no effects on the public conscience. When in Germany, this matter became uh, an issue of national debate, it was possible because of, of deep cultural, social and political changes, which took place in the 60s, and those provoked a sort of crisis of conscience. So you have to have many elements in the same place to have a real debate. For the moment, it seems that we can go like that, to have uh, good ceremonies, to have uh, good uh, discourses, to meet from time to time to different commemorations and anniversaries. And uh, this is considered enough, but this is formal, this is ritualic, and this is not about substance. And I suppose this is, um, this is the reason why we can, on the one hand, fulfill what is expected from us in the eyes of the civilized world, yeah? To say, look, we respect all this. We do very good commemorations, very good monuments, very good uh, events and so on. But on the other hand, we are not sure what people really think. I mean, leaders of different institutions, politicians, and uh, the public. So do you think that there will be a statue of Antonescu in Bucharest? I don't think so. Okay. And who are the actors who are involved in this uh, in this uh, fight around the statue? Because this might be interesting for the listeners. Actually, this is not a, it's not a real debate uh, because uh, the forces which are pushing for a statue are still marginal. Uh, there was a stronger tendency in the 90s uh, to rehabilitate uh, Ioan Antonescu and so on. In the meantime, a lot of documents um, were displayed to the public. It became clear for for many that he was really a war criminal and that he was involved in the mass killing of the Jews. So I don't think, uh, except some marginal and still uh, powerful groups, Uh, that will have a, a consensus to change the law for this, because w the law is prohibiting the erection of status of war criminals in Romania, so it's against the law. The other recent debate is about the erecting the Holocaust Museum. So I wonder if uh, you can update us what kind of debates are there about the site, about the content, who will be uh, responsible for the site, uh, about the uh, script of the exhibition. Uh, well, it was the decision of the Romanian government to um, leave the 
administration of the project uh, to the Elie Wiesel uh, Institute. And they did that in a way or another. Um, and uh, they had negotiations with the uh, mayor of uh, Bucharest and the general council of Bucharest. They got a very good building in the center of Bucharest. But after some um, heated debates, the council decided to take the uh, building from the, the institute. So at this moment, the institute has no building for the museum. There are promises that they will get uh, a spot, uh, another place to erect a new building, especially for the museum. But still, we are at the beginning. Of course, they organized uh, a contest for a project. They collected photos, they collected artifacts, but still we are at the beginning, unfortunately. So what's the relationship between those scholars who had been trained after the uh, visa report in this newly built uh, institutional structure in Romania and this uh, new Holocaust uh, uh, museum. So, are they involved, or who are the experts? Who they are, are the same, the same guys. Um, and this is a problem because uh, there is a, a a little bit of lack of transparency uh, when when they deal with the subject. Uh, we uh, showed some protests from uh, our center and from the Federation of Jewish Communities. Because when you build a museum about Jews, you have to ask the expert opinion of the Jewish organizations. Uh, so I suppose the dialogue should be better um, to ask for uh, our expertise, for our artifacts and photos and so on, and also to ask for um, opinions and expertise on the on the matter. But Let's say that they are still at the beginning and they are um, they spend most of the time with administration, uh, technical details and so so on. We are not in the phase when we discuss the concept of the museum, uh, the details of our, about exhibitions and so on. But there is a political will to have this museum. There is a political will uh, officially, but uh, there are some strange things happening. Um, in the underground, because um, uh, the structure of the vote in the General Council of Bucharest showed that some of the liberal forces, which are supposed to be in the position of supporting uh, such an institution, they somehow opposed it and they voted uh, against it where they, they were absent during the vote and stuff like that. So Why is that? I mean, this is a surprise. Yeah, because... Uh, you cannot guarantee the what people really think and uh, i suppose when you when you go into the details of uh, some vulgar representations of the holocaust you can hear a lot of things from many uh, many people uh, including politicians depending on on their level of readings uh, of their prejudices and so on. So we, you can find uh, open anti-Semites in the this world of liberal p politicians. You can meet at the same time smart guys uh, in the camp of uh, 
social democrats who are perceived are as more nationalistic and authoritarian in Romania. So you never know. So how do you explain that uh, in Romania, the memory of the Holocaust is still a hot memory in a sense that there, it's really a site where different debates are happening and political discussions are actually bringing up the issue of Holocaust in different uh, uh, political issues. So if you look at the uh, institutionalization and especially, you know, in your talk, you are um, uh, describing this process of institutionalization of the past uh, 15 years, you might imagine that it would bring a certain uh, calmness into this, uh, uh, into this discussion, the professionalization, the institutionalization, the uh, revision of the textbooks, and still, you still see that uh, uh, the issue of uh, Uh, of Holocaust in Romania is uh, is a very contested issue, and especially the role of Antonescu. And I wonder how can you explain that, and what do you think that the main factors can be to influence this uh, debate? Well, I I don't think the discussion is as hot as it should be. Keep in mind that uh, for more than 45 years we had no discussions about it because the issue was a taboo for the communist regime. The archives were closed. Historians were not allowed to access any type of information or to speak publicly about this. So all the discussions are very recent. If we take into consideration the moment of the of the report, which is the start of some professional discussions in Romania about the Holocaust, so the time is very short, 15 years when we compare to... Uh, Germany, when we had uh, 80 years of uh, hot debates and still the issue is uh, very sensible and uh, unclear for many. Actually, we are still at the beginning. Most of the facts are still not known to the general public. And um, the issue is sensible because it was a, a large involvement of the civilian population in violence against uh, Jews. The anti-Semitic policies changed dramatically the structure, the demographic, economic, social structure of Romania, of the cities especially. Take my city, Yash, where during the war half of the population was Jewish. After that, it was a pogrom which killed uh, 15,000 Jews. And after that, it was Aliyah, when most of them left. So instead of um, half and half, we have right now a majority of Christians living sometimes in Jewish houses, because some of the most uh, important houses in, in Yash were built by Jews, and they were nationalized, where they were taken by force by different dictatorial regimes. Sometimes Israelis come back to ask properties in the name of their fathers or in their names if they are survivors. There was a lot of involvement from, uh, from the National Bank to take valuables and money from Jews. So uh, there are many uh, very difficult, uh, sensitive uh, issues related to this story.
So maybe uh, closing the interview, I would like to ask you to uh, talk a little bit about the relationship with the surviving uh, Jewish community and with those Jews who are living in Romania at the moment. So how do you see their agenda, their politics and their involvement into the memorialization processes? Well, I'm su subjective because um, I am a director of a center for the study of Jewish history, which is part of the Jewish Federation in Romania. And we assist survivors and uh, members of their families to get uh, documents to ask for uh, reparations in tribunals, to rec uh, reconstruct their stories uh, with the help of documents and other witnesses. We also... Uh, try to provide any type of uh, database uh, information they need to give as many details to know what the life of their uh, parents or uh, grandparents was in uh, in Romania. Because many of them left for Israel or for the States and so on. And um, they have uh, interrupted stories from from their parents And now we complete the puzzle with documents and um, other types of information which result from our research. And uh, this is what we uh, w do permanently. So we are also involved in uh, offering expertise for uh, fiction movies, for theatrical plays, uh, for uh, other artists. So um, there is a, a sort of a dialogue and involvement to treat this uh, issue in a very active and uh, inventive way. Thank you very much, and I wish you all the best to this uh, very important uh, work. Uh, today, our guest was Adrian Cioflanca, who is the director of the Center for Study of Jewish History in Romania, with the help of the Embassy of uh, uh, Romania. Uh, Andrea Pető was the anchor for the podcast on the history of the Second World War of the Hungarian Academy of Sciences uh, from the CU Podcast Studio. Thank you very much for your time. Thank you. Thank you.